Thanks for being here with me on the podcast. This is the Monday release version. And what does that mean? That means that this is the audio track from videos that I began to record and first put on Facebook and then uploaded to my YouTube channel. If you want the link for the YouTube channel, it'll be in the information contained with this podcast. Well, I just pray that God encourage you and bless you and strengthen you today as together we open Scripture and learn more about what God desires for each of us. Well, good day, good day. Welcome to The Office with Arctic Eric. It's good to be back. If you notice, today I have on a t-shirt, even though it's warm and we don't have air conditioning, because a dear friend in Russia communicated clearly with my wife using their native language that Eric should really have a shirt on. So for those of you that didn't want to see my snow white shoulders, I've put on a an old uh, t-shirt. I think I got it from Target, actually. They were on sale, but that was a long time ago. Okay, let's see. I'm kind of excited about today, which is nothing unusual, because as I was looking yet again at this word convinced that Paul uses a number of times, oh, I got excited because another verse came to mind in connection with the one I want to just chat with you about today. And know one thing for sure, I know you're celebrating different things, different times, and different places, but I appreciate you taking this moment to be with me here in my office and listen to me chat a bit about being convinced, not just mentally persuaded, but Convinced, and not only in our thoughts, in our mind, but convinced deep in our inner man. You know, we're spirit, soul, and body, one package with three parts. God is one God in three persons, and so we don't want to separate them out. Uh, that's another teaching coming. But deep within that deepest recess of our personality, our person, the spirit of God and our spirit together through faith in Jesus, that it's from there that we're convinced. Of course, we, we go to the scripture, we expose ourselves to the scripture, just like I exposed my neck to irradiation for eight weeks, and that irradiation brought a transformation. It killed the cancer. And as the word of God comes and transforms our mind, it'll kill doubt and it'll kill unbelief. Oh, they still pop up, but what pops up immediately after is the Word of God that we've saturated our minds with so that by faith in what God declares from our innermost being, from our heart, as the Holy Spirit, the teacher, reveals great things to us primarily about Jesus, what he has done, and what he will do, and what he wants to do today, that we begin to see and live in that transformation. Oh, it's just glorious. But anyway, that's not the purpose of our chat today. I want to look at Romans chapter 15, verses 13 to 15. And you know, I believe God desires to encourage you today, but more than what he desires to do and wants to do, that he will do his good will today and encourage you. Paul is writing to the church at Romans, and he says this, now may the God of hope, you know, we have hope, 
Our hope is in a person. His name is Jesus. Now may the God of hope fill you, not just tickle you, but fill you with all joy, this deep, deep joy and peace in believing. So we can see that the God of hope, the God of Jesus Christ, desires to fill us with joy and peace as we live a life of faith, as we walk believing that this is true, that he wants to fill you with hope and joy as you believe. You say, well, I don't know if I can believe. Well, if you'll just focus on what God is saying, the faith to believe it will come. Why, though? So that you will abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Listen, that moment you believe, the Holy Spirit came into you, and he is more than just a power. He is a person with power. Now, listen to what it says. Now, may the God of hope, your Father, through faith in Jesus Christ, may the God of hope fill you now with joy and peace as you believe, in believing, so that you will abound and overflow in hope, a hope that goes beyond all description and all understanding, but a hope that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you'll convey to others, and you'll walk in it by the power of the Holy Spirit. As I was preparing today, I I thought back about people I know who spent their lives focusing on faith. Now, it's true. It says here, with all joy and peace in believing. So that believing is a living, active part of us. God has saved us by grace through faith. And that faith is in him, and he shows himself to be faithful. So we're believing in the faithful one. But they have made the choice, unfortunately, to focus upon faith. But Christ is the object of faith. And I've seen that if we're focusing too much on faith, we're actually focusing on ourselves, our faith. But if we'll focus on Christ, then then we won't bear the fruit, if you will, of focusing on faith, which leads to frustration. It leads to fatigue. It leads to feeling like a failure. And unfortunately, it can even lead to falling away. But we abound in hope. How? By the power of the person of the indwelling Holy Spirit. Now listen to what Paul says. And concerning you, my brothers and sisters, I myself am also convinced. You know, God wants us to be able to say, I myself am also convinced that you yourselves, that you are filled and full of goodness. You know, it's the goodness of God that brings us to repentance. God pours out his goodness upon us, and it brings us to repentance. He doesn't pour his wrath out. I'm convinced myself that you yourselves will be filled with all knowledge and able to admonish one another. That's possible. Why? Because of the power of the Holy Spirit. You say, but you know, the people in in Rome, they were like me. They had problems. Of course they did. But look at this example of having problems. Paul is writing to the most messed up church in the New Testament, Corinthians. And in the beginning of chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians 1, he writes this. To the church of God, which is at Corinth, to those who are sanctified, those who are set apart in Jesus Christ, called to be saints. Hello, saint. 
<laughs> Good to be talking to you. With everyone in every place who calls upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now listen, now listen. When Paul wrote this verse 4, he knew he was going to do a little bit of chewing on them. He knew that he was going to bring some strong rebuke and correction to the brothers and sisters in Corinth. He knew that. But look at how he, he gives an introduction to this correction that's coming. He says, I thank my God always concerning you. Why? For the grace of God which was given to you by Christ Jesus. Jesus, the one who is filled with grace upon grace. That you were enriched in everything by him, in all utterance and all knowledge, even as the testimony of Christ was confirmed in you, so that you should come short in no gift, eagerly waiting for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will also confirm you to the end, that you may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful, by whom you were called into fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ. So look what's happening. He's not focusing on their faith or their faithfulness, or their ability, power, strength, and determination, or their education, or lack of it. He says this, I'm always thanking God for you because of his, God's amazing grace, his sustaining, enabling, empower, correcting, directing <laughs> grace. He wasn't putting his hope and his eyes upon their ability or their desire to be good little Christians, he was looking at the grace of God that had been poured out upon them, that as they walk, believing, they'll be filled with joy and peace. As they allow God to empower them by grace, they will be able to take the harsh words that are coming and repent and say, Oh God, yes, pour out your grace upon me, that I might walk in your ways. You know, they were already sanctified and set apart and made holy in Christ Jesus. And Christ Jesus in you and me wants to work that holiness in and through us. Yes, he does. So now, today, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe so that you will abound today in hope. How? By the power of the person of the indwelling Holy Spirit. I myself am convinced that you yourselves are full of goodness because God is good and wants to fill you. That you're filled with all knowledge because all wisdom and knowledge is in Christ Jesus and he's in you. And as he works his will in your life, you also will be able to encourage, in comfort, exhort, and admonish one another. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks again for being here with me in my office. The Lord bless you today. Good day.